Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of the Wonder and Learn podcast. My name is Ronnie, and I am a homeschool mum of four children from the southwest of England. Each week, we will be discovering more about how children learn and develop so that we can create an environment that lights up their minds, sparks their imaginations and enhances learning. I hope this podcast will inspire you to bring wonder and joy into your child's education. I am sat here in the dead of night because, you know, that's the only time us homeschool mums sometimes can um, get a little bit of peace and quiet. Um, And I'm sat down here in the kitchen staring out into complete blackness that is outside because it is so late. Um, And I'm sat here recording the very first podcast. Um, I've got a puck of tea in my hand, typical British style. I've always got to have a cup of tea with me. I just wanted to let you in on a little secret. I have been thinking about starting a podcast for quite a while now. In fact, it's been a couple of years. Ever since I first dipped my toe into podcasting, right back at the start of the pandemic over two years ago now. So everyone was in a lockdown and I decided to get together with some friends um, and we all were part of the same organisation here in Bristol in the UK where I live. And we decided to start a podcast just during the month of Ramadan um, to help support Muslims who were coming to terms and trying to get through having Ramadan at home for possibly the first time in their lives just to give them a little bit of support. Um, And ever since that time, I've been thinking and thinking about starting my own podcast, Um, but I wasn't quite sure what to um, what topics to do it on. At first, I thought it would probably be on speech and language and maybe bilingualism because I am a speech and language therapist by profession. Um, So it seemed natural that I would go more towards um, raise children who are enjoying their education, who are happily home educated and who grow into wonderful people. So I thought I'd start this episode by telling you a little bit about my homeschool journey, because it may be different to what you'd imagine. You see, when I was um, younger, before I had my own children, I never ever thought about home educating. I never thought I would be a homeschool mum. In fact, I actually thought that homeschool parents were a bit crazy. I just thought, why would anyone want to have their children at home with them all the time and teach them, you know, put them into school, pass on their education to someone else, have some free childcare. Those are the kind of things that I thought would be brilliant about school. However, when my eldest child was a couple of years old, we were thrust into this situation that made me completely change my mind. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about that now. When my eldest daughter was two and a half years old, and my second child, Riyadh, my son, was four months old, we decided quite suddenly to move to Germany for a while. You see, my husband comes from Turkey and his youngest brother had very suddenly passed away and he wanted to spend some time with family. So we thought about possibly moving to Turkey, but in the end we decided to move over to Germany for a while because my husband has two brothers over there and we thought it would be nice to spend some time with them and spend time, you know, within the family environment, 
where they could all grieve together and support each other through a really difficult period in their lives. So off we went, we moved from Bristol in the UK over to um, a little town near Hamburg in Germany. And at first everything was going well, we were enjoying our new environment, our new location, there were, we were having lots of lovely walks in the forests and by lakes and it was just beautiful. And then my eldest daughter turned three years old and I thought, okay, so now I need to get her into kindergarten. So we went along and visited some of the local kindergartens and we discovered that the waiting lists were between 500 and 700 kids long for all of our local kindergartens. And I just thought, oh my goodness, what am I gonna do if she doesn't start school until she's six or seven years old, which is the way, the age that they start school over in Germany. I thought, what am I gonna do with her until then? Surely she's got to learn something before the age of seven. Because you know, at this time I didn't know about home educating. I was very pro school and I was used to children starting school at the age of four as they do in the UK. And I thought, wow, you know, what am I gonna do with her for those three years until she's able to start school? So I thought, well, that's it. I'm just going to have to home educate, aren't I? So what I did is I went onto the Amazon website because, you know, we were in Germany and I had a Kindle. The Kindle just made books really easily accessible for me, you know, English, English books, because obviously I didn't know very much German. I wanted to read in English. So I went onto Amazon and I searched um, for homeschool books, basically. And I came across this book, an, a really, really brilliant book, which most people have not heard of. Every time I tell people the title of this book, no one's ever heard of it, but it's such a good book and it really, really changed my whole opinion and the whole course of my life. So the book is called You Can Do It Too, 25 Homeschool Families Share Their Story. And it's a book that's been compiled by Laurelie Lippincott. And as I said, I just found this book on Amazon. I downloaded it onto my Kindle and I got stuck in. And I can tell you that when I had finished that book, my whole opinion on the school system, my whole opinion on home education had completely changed. And I just thought, why on earth would somebody want to send their child to school? Um, so yeah, in the course of a couple of days, I had gone from someone who was very much against homeschooling to someone who was very pro and who now couldn't understand why people send their kids to school. Um, so yeah, it was just amazing. And it was actually through reading that book that I came across um, the name Charlotte Mason for the first time. And it's actually Charlotte Mason who we base our home education experience on. She is educator that we follow. We do lots of, we implement lots of her philosophy into our education particularly things like reading good books and spending lots of time outdoors. Those are the two main things for me, the two main things that we do in our homeschool. And yeah, I've learned about it in that book right at the start of my homeschool journey. So getting back to the story, I decided that I wanted to home educate my children. So I sat down with my husband and I said, look, I've been researching home education. What do you think about it? And luckily he was very, very supportive. He was actually like, thank goodness that you've decided to homeschool because I've always thought that homeschooling was best for the children. 
so yeah he was very supportive right from the start and I know I'm very lucky there because a lot of my friends say that their partners or their husbands were not so supportive of their journey but my husband has always been very supportive however we decided to homeschool and then we learned that in Germany it's actually illegal to homeschool and then we had another dilemma what do we do now we've just come across this amazing lifestyle this amazing education that we can offer our children but if we say living here in Germany we actually won't be able to do it because it's illegal what the hell should we do um, so we actually decided to go back to the UK that was like one of the main reasons we decided to go back to the UK so a couple of months later we headed back to the UK and we'd only spent about six seven months in Germany after all but you know it was nice my husband got to spend time with his brothers my kids got to meet their cousins and if we hadn't gone on that journey over to Germany I probably wouldn't have ever come across homeschooling so I've got a lot to thank for that experience as short as it may have been in the end so we arrived back in the UK I got stuck into homeschooling but I did obviously come across some obstacles because my family were actually very, very against it, particularly my parents. They thought I was absolutely mad. They believed that children should be in school. They believe that school is the best place for education. And we, it does cause, it has caused lots of arguments and it does still sometimes cause some conflict between us. But, you know, I'm very firm in my decision. If you've been following me on Instagram and reading my blog for some time, you'll know that I'm very firm in my decision to homeschool. And in fact, I actually support um, lots of you to homeschool as well. I know because I receive lots of messages from people who have read my Instagram posts and read my blog articles um, and how they have helped you to come to your decision and helping you to homeschool yourself. So anyway, unfortunately, we all do come across some kind of obstacles within our homeschool journey, I think. There's always some people who are going to be giving us a bit of negativity about our decision. However, <laughs> there's always a but, isn't there? I'm very passionate about raising bilingual children. And the reason why I'm so passionate about this is after I qualified as a speech and language therapist, I actually went on to do PhD research in bilingualism. My PhD was on bilingual children with autism. So that's why I specialize in those two areas. Um, and because I'm passionate about raising bilingual children, I really believe it's important for my own children to be bilingual because there's just so many benefits, which I won't go into today. Um, and because my husband's from Turkey, we are raising our children to speak English and Turkish. So my children were going to a Turkish school at the weekend, Turkish school on Sunday and Arabic school on Saturday. Um, and Arabic is in there because we are a Muslim family and for Muslims, it's quite important to learn Arabic so that we can read and understand the Quran. So my daughter was going to school Monday to Friday. On Saturday, she was going to Arabic school for a couple of hours. And on Sunday, she was going to Turkish school for a couple of hours. Now, as you may be thinking yourself, that is a completely crazy thing to do, to have school seven days a week. And I really wasn't happy with the whole situation. So I went to the head teacher of the school and I said, look, my daughter is going to school on a Saturday and Sunday as well. She cannot go to school seven days a week. She needs to have some time off during the week. And I don't want her to stop the language schools because that's really important for our um, 
for our culture and our background, we really need her to learn these languages. So stopping the weekend schools is not an option at the moment. So the head teacher ummed and ahed about it. And in the end, he said, okay, she can have Friday afternoons off school. And I was thinking, this is not enough. It's not enough to have half a day off a week. She needs a full day. But I went along with it for half a term. So she would go in on a Friday morning. I'd pick her up at lunchtime. But what I realized was that it really made no difference at all having this half day off a week because children do all the hard work in the morning. They do their maths and their phonics and all of their sit down writing and sit down work in the mornings. And the afternoons are actually more for fun and games. So she was really not getting on very well. She was really tired. She'd miss out on all the fun stuff as well. So she'd come home saying, why am I missing the art lesson? Why am I missing PE, you know? So it wasn't a good thing for her either. She was picking up on all of the fun things that she was missing out on. So I went back to the head teacher and I said, look, this isn't working out for us. We need to have more time off school. And he said, okay, I'll give you Thursday afternoon off. So you can have Thursday afternoon and Friday afternoon off. But he just absolutely refused to let her have a full day off because he didn't want her to miss her maths and her English in the morning. So we tried it for a couple of more weeks and I was like, look, this is just not working. So in the end, we just decided to pull her out of school again and that's when we really started to begin our homeschooling journey properly. And it has just been incredible ever since. We've got into our rhythm. We know what we're doing. The children are extremely happy. And as at the moment, as I'm talking to you now, my eldest is actually back in school again. She is 12 years old now. So she recently started secondary school. And it was something that I really thought long and hard about because I don't believe that school is the right place for, for a lot of children. However, she really went for the social side of it because there are just not a lot of homeschool girls in our local area, the same age as her. And she really didn't have any friends and she's a very sociable person and she really wanted some friends. So yeah, it might seem strange to you that I put her in school for social reasons, but after two years of lockdowns and having no friends at all, I really felt like it was and it may seem a little bit strange that I actually sent her to school for socialization because school is not necessarily the best the most positive place to be socializing in and I will talk more about that in another episode of the podcast but she is in school for now. She is struggling with some aspects of it, um, particularly the fact that children have to spend so much time indoors because she's a very outdoorsy person. In our homeschool, we spend a lot of time outdoors. Every afternoon, we will head outdoors into the park, into the woods or someplace like that. And also when the weather's nice, we take our books outside and we do our learning in the garden. So she's struggling with those aspects of it at the moment. So come September, I don't know whether she still will be at school or whether she will be back homeschooling again. As for my other children, um, the next two are boys and they are absolutely loving home education. If you ask them if they wanted to go to school, they will say definitely no. They love being at home and I'm planning to homeschool them all through secondary school as well. Now that we've discussed a little bit about 
my homeschool journey, I thought it would be nice to end this episode with my top 10 reasons for home educating. I know there's a lot of people listening to this podcast now who are maybe unsure about whether to make that decision to homeschool their children. Maybe um, your children are in school and you're wondering about whether to deregister them. Maybe your child should be starting school in September and you're not quite sure whether to send them or not. Hopefully with these tips you will have a better idea about what some of the positive of home education can be. Reason number one, there is no curriculum. Here in the UK, we are so lucky. We do not have to follow any curriculum. We can if we want to, but it's not obligatory. This is great because it means we can do what we like and we can follow the child's interests, which is so, so important because we know that when children are interested, they're more likely to want to learn and enjoy learning. And this means they are also more likely to remember what they have learned. So, for example, if your child shows a really big interest in dinosaurs, you can go off and learn about that when their interest is at its peak. And you can carry on learning about about that particular thing for as long as they want to. Similarly, if they're not interested in something, you don't have to force them to do it. You can just move on to something else. Reason number two, children can learn at their own pace when they are homeschooled. Children who are able to learn at a faster or a slower rate than their peers at school will be able to do so at their own pace. If they find something particularly difficult, you can spend more time on it. And if they find something easy, you can do it more quickly and move on to the next topic a bit quicker. Reason number three, Children do not have to do any exams or tests if they don't want to. So here in the UK, it's not obligatory to do any exams when you are homeschooling. Some young people can even go on to university without doing any exams. But I think most of them still will do a few exams when they get towards those um, mid-teenage years between the ages of 14 to 16. You might find them starting to do some exams. but It's definitely not obligatory to do the exams in early childhood, in primary school. You know, in in the UK, we actually have um, the first testing going on at school when children are age six years old. Um, And this is really damaging, I think, because those tests are not necessary at all. They're not necessary for the child. They're more of a way to test the school and see how the school is performing and how they are teaching the children. And if their teaching standards are good, it's more about the school rather than about the child. But the thing is, it puts that stress on the children, stress that young children really do not need. So I love the fact that here in the UK, we don't have to do any exams at all until the children are a bit older and until they want to. Reason number four. When we homeschool, we have shorter school days. We are not stuck inside between the hours of nine to five or nine to three, however long some of the schools carry on for. We can just do it in a very short period of time. And this is because when you homeschool, it's more of a one to one teaching approach. You have a very small number of students 
and that means that you can give them your focused attention and things just progress a lot lot quicker so we are always done by lunchtime we very very rarely do learning after after lunch and if we do any learning in the afternoon it is with friends in a homeschool co-op or in a homeschool group but our focused school time our focused time for education is always in the morning at home and we're always done by lunchtime and we do our maths we do our english we do whatever topics we're learning about all in the morning we can cram so much into such a short space of time and this is brilliant and it moves me on to my next reason reason number five when children are homeschooled they have more time to play one of the best things i think is you know that because we get everything done in a short space of time, there's a lot more time for children to play and explore their own interests. Children, especially young children, learn best through play, so it's important that they get time to do this. And when you home educate, because you don't have to um, send your children to school at the age of four, you can delay their formal education and give them more time to play for a couple of extra years before the formal education starts. Reason number six. When you home educate, you can spend more time outdoors. And this is because we are not confined to the classroom. It's if the weather's nice, and sometimes when it's not nice as well, we can take our books outside and study there. There is so much learning that can take place outdoors. And one thing that we have really benefited so much is developing a close connection with nature. my children have really benefited from following a really special curriculum called Exploring Nature with Children. And I discovered this curriculum at the very beginning of our homeschooling journey. And I continue to use this curriculum as well as not following curriculum at all for any of the other subjects. This is something that has really helped me to connect with nature. I continue to use it for all of my children and I'm really enjoying it, using it all over again with my youngest, my, my two youngest children now. Moving on to reason seven. When you homeschool, children can socialize with other people of all age groups. And not just children, but adults as well, because they are not just stuck in a classroom with 30 other children the same age. They learn to communicate with adults as well as other children of different ages. They learn things from the older ones and they look up to them. And the older children, I find, will actually look after the little ones. And it, it creates a very nice environment where children can all socialise together and all play and all learn in harmony. Reason number eight. You can teach your children about the subjects that you want in a way that you want to teach it. So, for example, it's not something that concerns me so much, but I know for a lot of people, there is a big concern around the teaching of sex education within school. And the new curriculum are about this topic. I know it's very sensitive for a lot of people and I do know people who have taken their children out of school, deregistered them from school in order for them to um, protect their children from hearing some of these things that they don't agree with. I do think it's important to be able to teach your children the appropriate things at the appropriate times and I'm not sure that that is happening right now in school with regards to sex education. Moving on to reason number nine. 
you can go on holiday whenever you want. When you homeschool, you can go when you like and you're not confined to holidaying in the school holidays. This means that holidays will be a lot cheaper if you holiday in term time. Also, you are able to go on holiday for as long as you wish. You are not confined to school holidays, which are sometimes quite short. Apart from that big long summer holiday in the summer, you know, the half terms are normally quite short. And being able to travel when you want, for how long as you want, this is just amazing for multicultural families like myself who want to spend more time extended periods of time in other countries visiting family and learning languages. As I mentioned before, it's really important for me that I raise my children bilingual and one of the best places to do this is being immersed in the country where the language is spoken. So we try, it has been difficult obviously in the last couple of years with the pandemic, but we do try to go to Turkey for extended periods of time. And I find this an amazing way for children to learn about the culture and about the language, which is something that's really important for us as a family. Okay, the final reason, reason number 10, you can develop closer family bonds. This may seem a little bit controversial for parents whose children are still at school, but as my eldest has been in and out of school a couple of times, I really have noticed a big difference in our relationship when she's been at school and when she's been home educated. And not just the relationship that I have with her, but the relationship that she has with her siblings as well. Because, you know, when children are at school, they spend so much time away from you and they get home from school, they've got their homework to do, they may have an activity to go to, they've got to eat, they want to watch a little bit of TV and have some downtime. So, you know, you're not really spending that much time together. And the sad thing is they're not spending much time with their siblings either. And I have noticed definitely when my eldest has been in school, the sibling relationships are just not as strong. And I can really see a big difference between the three children I've now got at home and the way that they communicate with each other, the way that they interact with each other, and my oldest, who is sadly out of the family environment for quite long periods of time at the moment. So I would say that when you home educate, it does help to create those close family bonds that hopefully will last a lifetime. Well, that brings me to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and you got something out of it. And I hope if you are on the cusp of thinking about home educating and whether to deregister your child from school, I hope that this has given you some advice and some reasons why you might want to take that leap into homeschooling too. Next week, I am going to be continuing the podcast with a wonderful interview with a Montessori teacher, Corrine Robin. I can't wait to interview her all about the Montessori method, and I think you're going to absolutely love it. If you'd like to see more from me, then you can head over to my Instagram account, which is at Multicultural Motherhood, where I share lots of information about how we are homeschooling, what we're getting up to as a family, lots of tips about parenting, education and raising bilingual children. You can also go onto my blog, multiculturalmotherhood.com, to read all of my articles about homeschooling and parenting over there. I will put links to all of these things in the show notes. If you've enjoyed this episode, I hope you will leave a review because that really, really helps other families like yourself 
be able to find the episode and benefit from it. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you will tune in next week for the next episode of the Wonder and Learn podcast. Thank you.